Super Talk Mississippi media production. This is Rebecca Turner, and thank you for listening to the Good Things Podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Well, I'm going to Mississippi. Mississippi, here I come. You're listening to Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Well, Bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and things to do. Now, now, here's Rebecca. Good afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi. You are tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the good things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. We are joined by Rhino in studio. Now, don't forget to make a Mississippi destination vacation part of your summer plans. And you can do all of that by visiting visitmississippi.org. And we're kicking off today with a celebratory woohoo! did it Mississippi, right? Absolutely. Because we got the computer science legisla- legislation uh, founded by C Spire. It has officially been enacted into law. But we're going to learn today, now what? Right? Because you push, 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 and you promote, you promote, and then it goes your way, which is great. And then it's like, okay, now the real work has to begin. And we're joined in studio by Dave Miller with C Spire, Ms. Shelley Hollis. She's the Assistant Director of Cyber Education with MSU and their curriculum unit, but she works primarily with K-12. through And I think joining us by phone is Ms. Amy Roberts. She's the Director of State Government Affairs for Code.org. So, everybody, woohoo! Congratulations! Oh. Oh, yeah. That's great. <laughs> so now I bet you party for like two seconds, you cheered, and then it's like boots on the ground, we're getting to work. So what does that work look like, whoever wants to take it first? I'll start by just saying that uh, I want to provide a little context for this because I think it's really important. You know, we, we started this effort. Uh, several years ago with, with lots of things that we've continued to do, you know, the coding, supporting the coding academies, uh, doing the coding challenges with high schoolers and with elementary school students, uh, getting, uh, you know, the introduction that, uh, students in public schools have and in private schools to, uh, you know, um, artificial intelligence and robotics and that kind of thing. But, but, but we really wanted to, there was sort of a frustration that we felt like we weren't making enough progress quickly enough. And so a couple of years ago, we actually, and, and actually it was 2020, we actually started a campaign that was kind of an in-your-face campaign that said, hey, you know, all these other states around us have it. Are they making good progress? But we aren't. Why not? And if we aren't making that progress, then what's going to happen, you know, those those other states are going to be more successful than us. And then really what happened after that, we actually got to the point where we were probably going to have that legislation approved last year, and then the pandemic hit. And, of course, everything changed after that. Uh, but one good positive change that happened after that was that the legislature, particularly the policymakers, and I have to give a lot of credit to Governor Reeves, Lieutenant Governor Houseman, uh, Speaker Gunn, a lot of the legislators that actually sponsored the bills. They understood, and it wasn't just this bill that they passed, uh, but a lot of other things that they did, making more uh, state funds available through the CARES Act. They got federal money uh, to, pr- to provide broadband and also to provide devices to kids. So those were really key things. And so I think, you know, we, we talked a little earlier about we hadn't heard a whole lot, you know, and we didn't have to do a whole lot this year. I think it was because we had done such an effective job over a longer period of time, and they finally understood that this, is, this has got to happen. And now that it's happened, now we've got to 
do the actual implementation. Well, I was going to ask Amy, because I know that you work with State Government Affairs with Code.org as the director. Did you see a shift, too, because of the pandemic where law, lawmakers were just more open to this idea of computer science or, you know, the digital divide or the digital z- deserts, I think, was also a terminology used? Was it kind of like a shift in mindset for everybody? Rebecca, yeah, we, we definitely saw that happen across the country, um, far more of an emphasis on the, the digital divide and, and making sure that students were able to access their education online um, as more and more states were closing schools and, and kids were trying to learn from home. So we saw that shift across the country, and, and I think it really did, you know, as Dave was saying, drive home the point that Computer science isn't isn't a luxury. This isn't a, a, a subject that that is only for a few kids. This is something that we need all kids learning. All kids need to have access to computer science and really understanding technology, not just how to use technology, but how to create on technology. And that's what computer science is about. It, it's the deeper thinking um, that drives technological change and drives innovation and and drives problem solving so so that that has been an upside to the pandemic and um, the work Mississippi did this year at the legislature and and thank you to everyone who supported us Um, it's just fantastic and wonderful to see well this isn't exciting but now this is that moment where you know we've got it enacted it's law now now we have to get it into action and that's what we're trying to do here at least on good things to share what that's going to look like next and some of that's going to be trickling down literally into your K through 12 schools starting with um, Miss Shelley, when you walked in for um, Good Things Today, I said, did you happen? To, are you connected with, I think it's the um, C4, what's it called? It's, it's a survey that's coming down the pipes. Um, my, my child goes to Rankin County. She's in the third grade. So I have a, is all parents going to get some form of survey that, w- uh, that way? Yes, hopefully that so. Um, the uh, MDE sent out a, um, a request to all superintendents in the state asking them to share uh, a survey link with um, teachers principals, counselors, all kinds of people within the school district, uh, as well as students and parents to to find out really where are we today with computer science education? What's being offered in the schools? What do people think about computer science? What sort of misconceptions or stereotypes do we need to to work to overcome so that more people realize this is a space for them? Um, so that that survey is very, very important. We, we are working to build a 10-year plan for computer science education, and the data that we collect from those surveys will help us understand where we are now and what we need to do to get to the places we want to be to make Mississippi a leading technology technology um forward state. Yes, yeah. Absolutely. And we definitely have the brains here. So if you're like me as a parent and you got your text notification or you got your email to take that uh, that survey, it took me less than five minutes and click, click, click through and then done. And it sounds like that would be one small step that you could do for the work that C Spire and everyone else is gearing up to do to sort of enact this bill. So when we talk about enacting the law or enacting the bill, like what ultimately will be enacted? 
So one of the things that's going to happen, and, and, and Shelley can, and Amy can talk about this a little bit more, but one of the things that's going to happen is that we're going to, this is a phased approach. You know, one of the things we wanted to acknowledge is that we don't, this is not about stuffing anything down, you know, the, the Mississippi Department of Education's throat because there's enough requirements already, right? Mm-hmm. And, and really our goal is to inspire and motivate these young people to want to pursue this and, and to really help educate them. And, and the way they, the way that happens is, is they get exposed to it. So this is, this is going to be enacted over a period of time. Uh, it's going to be phased in uh, through full implementation uh, on, in 2025. And one of the things that's really going to be critical to this, uh, it's not just in the uh, high schools, but it's in the middle schools and the elementary schools. So elementary school education and how that's done, because it's going to look different than in high school, obviously. How that's done is going to be really important, and Shelley's going to be a, a critical part of that. The other thing that's really going to be that really is important is teacher training. And Shelley's going to be involved in that as well. Uh, and I think, you know, it, it, it's, I've, I've always described this as a three-legged stool. It's the parents, it's the students, it's the teachers. And if you, if you saw off one leg, you're not going to be successful. <laughs> so teacher training is going to be absolutely critical as we move forward. So we've got to make sure that the teachers, not, not only that they're available and that they're interested in computer science, but that they're fully trained so that they can deliver that curriculum in the classroom. Well, I'm glad you mentioned the, uh, the parents being one of those legs to the stool because during the whole pandemic, I mean, so many of us found ourselves way more into Google Classrooms and working on platforms that maybe we had never used a computer before. And that just, you know, increased the level of anxiety that we were already having due to the uncertainty that was around us. But I also think, too, that pushed parents, Shelley, to be open to bring in the computer science to schools and, you know, teach this to our kids. I think it really, you know, pushed everybody forward in their mindset of, okay, we can't do this tomorrow. We got to start doing this sort of today. Absolutely. And and for parents to understand and encourage their students that computer science is something that they're going to need to know about, whether they're working in technology or agriculture or healthcare or banking or being a stay-at-home mom or dad, they're going to need to know more about computer science just to be a productive and efficient citizen in, in this technology world we live in. So I think that's an important piece. Parents play a very important role in helping students see themselves in those, those kinds of jobs and those kinds of careers because you know, it is a very male-driven, dominated field currently. So we're working to get more women and minorities in that. And so if parents can help and help their students imagine themselves in those roles and, and give them that that motivation to explore it. And you don't have to be super great in math to do well in this or super great in science. We've got a lot of kids that maybe haven't done so great in math, but they just excel in this because they can create and they can build. And that's really exciting to those students. It's just funny you mentioned ag, um, Shelley, because earlier, or maybe it was last week here on Good Things, out of MSU, there is this great uh, technology coming out. It's software for farmers to help Mm -hmm. them sort of maximize their land and getting some funding. And I mean, you can go back and listen to that on demand, but it just it goes to show that there's no telling what this type of skills can sort of lead into into other industries. And we're going to lead into more learning about how the C Spire support for computer science legislation 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 is going to be enacted and how it will affect our students. Coming up next.
John and Corey Ravenstein from Juniker Jewelry Company. Common sense often seems in short supply these days. Wasn't it Poppy who used to say, boys, you pay for what you get. And get what you pay for. Best advice he ever gave me. And it's never been more true than in the diamond business. A poor cut, poor quality diamond never gets better looking. I can promise you. That's why you've got to use some common sense. Like getting hands-on with quality loose diamonds in Mississippi's most trusted jeweler. Like shopping from thousands of diamonds, not just a few dozen. Juniker Jewelry Company is Mississippi's direct diamond importer. With ten times the diamonds you'll find in average stores. Tray after tray of diamonds, every size, shape, and price range. All at the guaranteed best prices in the state. So come get the quality she deserves. At a price you'll love, it's just common sense. Juniker Jewelry Company, Mississippi's direct diamond importer. From anywhere in Mississippi, we're at 1485 Highland Colony Parkway, just south of 463 in Madison, and junikerjewelry.com. This is Brent Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family owned and operated. Located in Gludstadt, just south of Germantown High. Callaway's has everything you need to make your yard and garden beautiful. From trees, shrubs, and color plants to bulk soils for delivery and pickup. Callaway's has special pricing on outdoor patio furniture with all the new 2021 collections in stock and arriving. The farmer's market is open, full of fresh fruits, vegetables, and local honey, and the best tomatoes in town. Callaway's will have farm fresh produce seven days a week. Callaway's offers bulk soils for delivery and pickup. We also offer landscaping. Our designers, Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle, can design and install your landscape from a small job to a total transformation. Just give us a call to discuss your landscaping needs. Visit Callaway's in Gladstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Callaway's is, Callaway's is, everything for home and garden. That's what Callaway's is. I'm Dr. Michael Walker, founding physician at New Care MD. We provide concierge medicine that everyone can afford. We do this by eliminating middlemen and restoring focus on the patient-physician relationship. For a low monthly fee, less than the average cost of a cell phone, you get access to unlimited clinic visits, wholesale medications and labs, and even telehealth. It doesn't take an act of Congress to get affordable health care. Learn more about health care the way it should be at NewCareMD.com. Pool tables, ping pong, poker, classic arcades, football, sports decor, even kitchen and bar stools. You'll find it all at Game Room Gallery. Game Room Gallery has plenty to choose from during this time you're at home to help make many more memories with your family. With specials on classic arcades and pool sticks, too. Let Game Room Gallery bring excitement to any room in your home. Game Room Gallery, Ridgewood Road, just north of County Line. For more, call 601-853-7777. That's 601-853-7777. Online at gameroom-gallery.com. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. Making your afternoon just a little brighter. It's Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi. Everyone knows all about my direction. Mississippi's not running low on unique places to visit. From staycations to weekend getaways, go to visitmississippi.org to find out more. We are finding out more about the computer science legislation for all. What's the full name, Dave? 
the Mississippi Computer Science and Cyber Education Equality Act. And it has been enacted into law, and now we've got to get going because I feel like it wouldn't have been enacted into law if people didn't buy into the idea that Mississippi students need computer science from K all the way through 12 and then have other opportunities like they get with Code.org and and more sort of advanced um, coding in STEM. Um, So now the real work is, and I think this is just bringing awareness that some things are coming down the pipe, like the um, CS4MS questionnaire or survey that you may get uh, from your school. You need to take that. Shelly's like, yes, you need to take the time and do that. That information will help set the stage. And one of the questions, because I literally just coincidentally took it today before you guys came because I saw it pop up. I was like, I bet this, I bet this is what they're what they're here to talk about, which is so cool to me as a parent to see laws being enacted and then seeing it already trickle down because I think that's what all of us want is there to be something that comes from it, right? And it, but the question was, Shelley, what do you think computer science is? One of the first two things was typing and just com- turning on the basic computer skills. And that's part of it, but that's only the tip of the iceberg, if not the tippy-tippy tip, right? <laughs> Absolutely. So, you know, all those kind of skills are necessary to operate the, the device uh, that you might be working on. But Really, computer science is about creating with technology. It's about learning computational thinking and how to problem solve and, and be a critical thinker to and make technology solve a problem for you uh, or for your community or for the world. So it's really um, a lot about being creative and building with computer science. So what's you mentioned there's phases, Dave. What phase are we in now? So we're we're right at the beginning right now. In fact, you know, one of the things I wanna may I, I really want to emphasize is that, you know, we didn't start from scratch. We're not starting from zero. In fact, about half of the schools in in uh well, half of the school districts rather ha- do some type of uh computer science training already. So we've made a lot of good progress already. But we I, I think what C Spire felt was that we just need because of what's going on with technology and how rapidly it's changing, we just need to you know, dive in, do the whole thing at one time, and and try to make sure that everyone gets covered. And I really think, you know, I have to take my hat off to Code.org because they've been at this for years, I repeat, years, uh, trying to educate not just in Mississippi but all over the country about the importance of computer science. And it's really, really critical when you see how – you know, technology, it just wraps itself around everything we do. It's really important that there be this modicum of understanding about, okay, how does computer science, how do I relate to it? How am I going to, you know, am I going to really be involved in this? Is this, is this a career for me? Is this something I should be interested in? And, and then the other part of it too, I think that's really important is, Creativity, you know, Shelley talked about that. I really think that, you know, in the future, we're not going to be working as individual contributors anymore. It's going to be working as small groups. We're going to be coming together and trying to figure out big problems and 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 this this critical thinking part and working together as groups and coming up with something that's better. I mean, it, it, it seems to me. My experience has been when I work with other people, I always come up with something better than if I did something just on my own. And I really think that's important. And that's computer science, too. It's teamwork. I mean, usually all the pieces coming together for a big project. We were talking about how it will all start to look different from K through all the way through 12, obviously in that first sort of year. But I have to imagine, Shelley, your mind, this is not just traditional curriculum. I would think by the time my daughter, who's in the third grade, makes it to 12th grade, assuming that her school or, or already has some form of computer science, which I feel like they may at least uh, have a little bit. 
what sh- what she'll be getting at the 12th grade level will already be different and changing than what the 12th graders are getting now because it's an ever evolve like it's a never ending ever evolving because when you start them young man they catch on so quickly they're going to be bored with what the 12th graders now will find exciting am i right in that? oh absolutely I, I think um i think it was president keenum at the sort of the initial uh one of the initial things we did with ceasefire he said that the elementary kids today will be working in jobs that haven't even been invented yet um <laughs> so absolutely things are and this is a, <laughs> yeah this is a space that changes so rapidly and so so quickly and you talked about your third grader and i just want to say it's so important for us to make sure we get this done at the elementary level and this is part of the the real benefit of the legislation is it helps us be purposeful about starting at that elementary level because if we don't provide all of our students with positive um engaging successful experiences in computer science and stem at the elementary level we lose them they start seeing themselves as somebody who's not good at this or that it's not for them so it's really important that we build them there i was gonna say okay so help us parents who are also trying to find the balance with devices so when we talk about computer science and then encouraging that you're not telling us to encourage screen time at home on the social media and the phones and the tablets and all that so help us understand the divide because there has been and rightfully so a big push to keep kids off the screens, off the tablets, off the phones. So where does that line draw when it's helpful and it's educational and it's growing their skills in that versus it's just a brain drain and, you know, it, it can lead to nefarious things? Absolutely. So the, I would say two things are important around the computer science screen time. And one is that they are actively using their brain when they're creating and building. They're not just passively watching. They're being an active participant creating something. And the other thing is, like Dave mentioned, most work in computer science is not this isolated uh, do-it-by-yourself kind of project anymore. You're working in groups, and so they have a lot more opportunity to interact with their peers and and plan things on paper and talk things out before they go and start working on it uh, on a screen. So there's more group time to be more collaborative, and that should be encouraged. Uh, where they, they're talking about their ideas, they're reviewing each other's code, they're looking at the projects that have been created and helping each other make it better. And then they're also being creative and using um, critical thinking and problem-solving skills while they're being actively engaged with their screens. So it's not it's not sitting at home watching YouTube, watching someone else play a video game. Absolutely not. Okay, good. Noted. Writing that down. So can, <laughs> <laughs> the smart lady told me this isn't STEM, Neely. <laughs> um, but there's also, I know, or does Amy still with us with Code.org? I know that, too, there's a lot of um, opportunities for clubs and STEM sort of outside of the classroom but supported by the school programs and projects projects that parents could be looking for too as you know safe places for them to get extracurricular in in this arena right that is that's correct there are there are a lot of organizations not just code.org but a lot of organizations that that make materials available and available for free and of course we have we have lots of activities people can access on our website and work together with their parents or or work together with their friends and and do different projects but I, I, I think too um, the, the key is is getting that exposure in, in school and and really like Shelley was saying, especially in those elementary years, working together in groups and learning that collaborative learning um, that exposure early on really helps, especially for girls and for minorities and and you know they can see themselves in these fields moving forward. So. There are a lot of different ways um, to engage, and um, but engaging in school is really the key. 
So what's the next step for us that's listening to Good Things, Dave? I mean, we, you know, we got all fired up and we, we helped to push this thing into, into law. So what do you, take the survey, but then what else do you need from us? I think uh, it's really going to be important, and, and Shelly and I were talking about this the other day, it's really going to be important for us to not only implement the law well, and, and that means both at you know the elementary level, the middle school, and the high school, and make sure that, it, that the opportunity is available everywhere and that it's being done in a way that allows the students to take full advantage of that opportunity. But then as we... As we have this fully implemented by 2025, and it will be by 2025 in all the schools, what we need to do is 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 just look back and say, okay, you know, put, kind of put a stake in the sand, and that and that's really what this survey is doing too. It's kind of getting a level set of saying, okay. Where's the base? You know, where's the base of understanding? Where's the base of knowledge? And then what are we what are we going to do five to seven years from now? Because one of the things we've said, and we've absolutely, we at Ceasefire absolutely believe it, we have got to have opportunities. We've got to make opportunities available to our young people so that they have a choice to stay here if they want to. They have a choice to stay in Mississippi. They have a good, high-paying, quality job. And that's what we think the data is going to show in five to seven, maybe ten years down the road, that we've made some remarkable progress in in terms of keeping our best and brightest here, also providing a higher quality of living, also attracting technology investment into the state. That's what we have to really be looking at and gauging the, the success because that's really what will determine whether we're, we've been successful with this law. Well, I can't wait to keep you all coming back into good things with all of these sort of good reports and, and keeping it following. And as a parent, just watching it sort of develop, I'm kind of getting in at the beginning with the third grader, right? And I've got one that's got a few more years before she even makes it to K-5. So um, you, I'm not going nowhere, Shelley. Oh, great. And, and if there's other people out there that have that have questions, reach out to me at cs4ms.org. If you want to know, learn more about teaching this, getting involved at your school, if you're an industry professional in this space and want to help out, reach out to me. If you want to figure out how to make it happen at your school, I'm happy to walk through and, and help you figure out how it fits in at each grade level. All righty. And thank you for your time, too, Amy at code.org. We appreciate you. And stick with us. we got more for you. I'm next. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and cutting needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 90% chance of rain, high near 70 degrees. Tonight, a 30% chance of rain, mostly cloudy, low around 53. Your Thursday, a 20% chance of rain, partly sunny, high near 70 degrees. And for your finally Friday, 40% chance of showers, cloudy skies, high near 66. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction. Online at NoDripMS.com. Tune in this Saturday morning from 8 till 10 for Weekend Gardening, where garden mama Nellie Neal will tackle all your gardening questions. Weekend Gardening, brought to you in part by The Tractor Store, your local Mahindra dealer, The Tractor Store, Highway 49 South in Richland. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. 
Mississippi Braves baseball is back and will welcome fans to Trustmark Park beginning Tuesday, May 4th at 6.35 p.m. Get ready for the return of Thirsty Thursday. Premium giveaway items every Friday night. Post-game fireworks on Saturdays and matinee baseball each Sunday. Season tickets, flex plans, group outings, sweet nights, and partnership opportunities are available now by calling 601-932-8788 or by visiting Mississippi Braves.com. See the next generation of Atlanta Braves stars like Freddie Freeman, Ronald Acuna Jr., and more right here at Trustmark Park. Baseball returns on Tuesday, May 4th. Mississippi Braves baseball. Let's play. I'm Dale Danks with the Danks, Miller & Cord Firm. Our office represents clients and businesses across Mississippi. If you need a lawyer you can trust and who will fight for you, don't compromise. Danks, Miller & Cory, online at DanksMillerCory.com. Here's Uncle Cy. What's your favorite kind of bug? Oh, I don't have a favorite bug. Me and bugs don't get along. The scariest one to me is the big spiders. They had spiders in Vietnam so big that when they made their web, it would stick you. Okay, and hold you there, and here comes a giant spider. What do you think about that? Scary, ain't it? If you want the real story about pest control, call Hammered Pest Control Incorporated, the professional bug exterminator. The name to trust for over 65 years. At Havard Pest Control, their number one goal is customer satisfaction. Havard understands that everyone's pest control needs are different. That's why they offer a wide variety of services to protect your home against all kinds of pest and termite invasions. When it comes to keeping your home and family safe against all kinds of pests, trust Havard. Visit HavardPest.com or call 601-936-0309. 601-936-0309. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. If Initiative 65 survives the lawsuit being argued before the Mississippi Supreme Court, there's still a lot of work ahead for those tasked with making it happen. Agriculture Commissioner Andy Gibson serves on the Medical Marijuana Advisory Board. Uh, There are regulations, for example, that are posted now about licensing of the testing facilities to make sure this is a a good product. Should we allow uh, just indoor cultivation or outdoor cultivation? Turkey Creek in Gulfport is the 10th most endangered river in America, according to the nonprofit group American Rivers. The group says proposed new roads and wetland fills could harm the creek, which flows through a community purchased by emancipated former slaves in 1866. The settlement's historic cemetery was mostly destroyed in 2001, and the Mississippi Heritage Trust listed the community as one of Mississippi's 10 most endangered historical places. The Great American Cleanup has begun. It's the state's largest effort to prevent litter and beautify communities. Keep Mississippi Beautiful is working to expand our wildflower plantings across our state and to make Mississippi more beautiful. We encourage you to volunteer with us this year. And remember, cover and tarp your load and keep litter in its proper place. Learn more at keepmsbeautiful.com. 
Hey there, it's Jake Mangum. I love baseball, Mississippi, and Farm Bureau insurance. Throughout my college career, both Mississippi and Farm Bureau supported me immensely. It's no surprise to me that Farm Bureau continues to serve the Mississippi area with the same love they both showed me throughout college. If you aren't already with Farm Bureau, it's time to join the team. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance or find a local agent at msfdins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Wake up with Gallo. Go to bed with Bongino. It's kind of like the radio version of a panino. Yeah, that's right, a panino. A radio panino with all sorts of good and gooey Mississippi ingredients right in the middle. Deliciously addictive. Paul Gallo, mornings at 6. And Dan Bongino, late nights at 11. The perfect way to start and end your day on Super Talk Mississippi. Rebecca Turner. She looks healthy and sane. Good things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi has so many good places for you and your family to eat, stay, or play. You can go to visitmississippi.org to explore. You can explore coming to Ridgeland for concerts. There are still some VIP tickets available for the Twilight Concert Series. It's happening April the 24th, and you'll get over eight hours of music in the beautiful Renaissance at Colony Park in Ridgeland. You'll hear acts like the Almond Betts Band, Cedric Burnside, this guy named Taz. I am working on getting Taz on good things. The more I follow him on social media, he looks super cool. And many, many more are going to take the stage, not to mention that you can get some shopping done and eat and all the things um, good in that area. So you can go to uh, Ardenland.net or Ticketmaster.com to get your tickets available now. And we were just talking about computer science and how technology has changed and it's changing the way that we do life, particularly since the pandemic. But one thing I find that has just sort of been Creeping into our lives the last several years is companies using technology in the form of apps and points. And this really didn't hit home for me. Yes, Kroger points to get your fuel points has kind of been a thing for for a while. But particularly your like food places like Chick-fil-A, for example, Nukes, wherever it may be, Sonic, they all now have these apps where if you use the app to place your order and then do curbside, thanks pandemic, that created curbside overnight in a boom way, you get rewarded with points. And then eventually you get enough points, you get like a free drink or a free whatever or whatever it may be. So my question for you today is, do you like the points? Are you all about the points? And then if you are, do you have like those go-to apps or cards that you choose those areas of business or that particular business because of the points? Like is the points working to get your you know, to get your to get your business. And if so, 
where, where are, what are they? Share with us. We're doing this also over on the Good Things Facebook group. Um, you can join us there. Obviously, the C Spire text line, 601-879-4395. I'll start Chick-fil-A all day. They make it so easy, and they save your favorite meals. And then you open up the app, and they're like, you have points for a free brownie or brownie on us today. And you're like, oh, I'm loved. Redeem points. Thank you. I mean, it's only a couple bucks here and there or a free um, you know, mac and cheese or whatever it may be, but I feel like I'm vested now. I want, I will choose that over another chicken place just because I've started the points accumulation and I don't want to divvy from that. Am I crazy or are you like me too? I'm not that big on the, on the fast food apps, but I do use the, the Kroger fuel points and I, I mean, Kroger's the closest grocery store to my place, so it was already probably going to get favor for that but then having the the fuel points it's added an extra layer of keeping up with finances like i didn't go too crazy buying groceries or something at kroger because when i go get gas it's like wait a second i got a 30 cent discount now how much have i spent in the last month Right. And then you Plus want, I'm getting thirty cents off gas. And then you realize, oh, I've got to use these points now or I will lose I don't think and I don't know if that's part of the system, trust me, they are way smarter than we are. We are definitely being gullible and falling right into their trap to get more business. I don't care. You be nice to me, I'll I appreciate be nice to you. the personalized coupons. Absolutely. You scratch my back, I scratch yours, I come and so I mean I've I, got three boxes of fruity pebbles that have been cost me zero. Because I just keep getting, hey, Fruity Pebbles coupon. All right, cool. That is so funny, the difference in our shopping at Kroger, because I get free baby carrot bags. (laughs) They are not sending me free Fruity Pebbles coupons. I mean, and yes, we can go down the route of, is this, you know, creepy and big brothery, and they're collecting data. Who cares? They're already collecting it on you. You might as well get a free sandwich out of the out of the scenario. But what I learn, love about the list that's sort of taking uh, shape over on the Good Things Facebook group is you getting to know that all of these opportunities are out there because now, at least with the apps, you if you order before you get there, you get rewarded for that. If you're going anyway, you might as well go ahead, like, say, for Sonic. You know, if you go for the drink, uh, happy hour two to four, right smack dab in the middle of good things here. Maybe you need you a cherry limeade, a little free advertisement for them. If you order enough times on your app, then you get, like, a free one eventually. And so, to me, I don't know. I feel like we need to know these things. These are things you need to know in life that you could be doing. And they sim- – like the whole thing, it's simple. And to me, it simplifies just your ordering of your of your quick service. Or even like your Nukes or your McAllisters of the world, too, have these, these same options. It's not just the fast sort of food ways. No, I may have poo-pooed a little bit on the, on the idea of the fast food apps, but I will give them credit. Well, it's not for everybody, but well, you also don't have a family. It's the way to get anything fast food if you have any kind of timetable. Right. Because fast, especially the even nowadays when stuff's reopening and every fast food lines, unless you're just lucky or it's an off time of day, you're going to have six, seven, eight, nine, ten cars in the drive-thru. Oh, yeah, the curbside pickup. Whereas curbside, your, you pull in, somebody's going to bring it out to absolutely. you. Absolutely, yes, and you don't have to wait in the stupid line and whatever it may be. Uh, that's a game changer for everybody. I think it's funny that someone, Scott and Clinton, you said fr- you're raising your hand for the free peanut butter. Oh, I get the peanut butter coupons. They haven't given me any free stuff, free peanut butter in a while, though. That's funny. It's, it, it's, it's interesting to me if you do the Kroger thing. 
what your free items end up being because it's very individualized pebbles, to what toilet you toilet paper, <laughs> peanut purchase butter. most. Yeah, it's they're rewarding you for for your business um, in in that way. And someone mentioned with let me see where did it, where did it go? Oh, Sheila mentioned your credit score. Yeah, I get that, but that's credit cards. That's not your credit score. Don't get don't get ran or affected when you're using apps. That would be if you had the actual. I mean, they do have card. the credit score apps that are designed to help you monitor your expenditures yeah. and rebuild credit if you have poor credit. Now, and there are on the Good Things Facebook group more people talking about actual credit cards, where it's the Apple Card or Discover Card or your you know, and you even see the commercials, the Citibank Card. I think uh, one, um, or maybe I'm getting it wrong, City something, where you can pick your points. You can even do the Disney card. One friend mentioned she puts everything in the kitchen sink on a certain card that gets and then she pays it all off. You have to be a good money manager. Oh, yeah. Which stay tuned tomorrow. We will talk about money with one of our favorite gals. But but she probably would say that's not a good thing unless, you know, without a shadow of a doubt, when that statement comes in at the end of the month, you pay it off. And you, you feel like you're cheating the system. But really, they're getting money from who, who the teller you are by using your credit card for that. So don't worry. They're getting their money that way. But, yeah, I'll, I like the cash back. Um, rewards for for credit cards if you can be responsible f- with it like why not get one percent one percent adds up over a year especially if you can use it in places like amazon or wherever it may be to get things that you know but the key is especially with a credit card if you're using it like that pay it off oh. every single month oh, yeah, because you that interest rate's just going to go through the roof uh-huh Someone mentions I have a Kroger debit card that gives me money back. And here's one, PetSmart Rewards. I am interested in knowing how many pets do you have <laughs> to sort of reap the rewards maybe of PetSmart. Maybe they're just one pampered pet. Or maybe they are one pampered pet. I would. I am now curious of your who, what pet gets your PetSmart rewards. Let me know if you're still listening um, to good things. You know, I watched a man talking about uh, like the Kroger, and I think you could you could get smart and do this anywhere that had them. But he was um, a foreman or something for uh, for uh, construction. And he came in and he bought, I think it was like a ridiculous amount of money in Lowe's cards, in the gift cards, and then went and pay, purchased them at Kroger for the fuel points that he turned around and allowed his men in his trucks to take advantage of. Now, I'm going to assume that maybe he had done the math because I think there is an activation fee for every card that you, like gift card. So I don't know usually, what the yeah. offset is, but I'm going to assume. It's like 50 cents a card usually. Either either he had did the, done the math and it was in his best benefit or maybe he just really liked the fuel points. I don't know. But either way, or maybe he could divvy out his cards. I don't know. I just remember sitting there going, this is a point tack I have never thought about. Buying gift cards just because sometimes they'll give you like twice the fuel points for whatever. And if you're thinking, is that jipping the system? I don't know. But, I mean, it's out there to be. It's, it's, it's when people went crazy with um, coupons. And they started, coupons. Coupons. And they started those people who can, what do they call it? Um, super um Well, where you can like basically have. A closet full of free stuff if you do your couponing right. Oh, yeah. The, the Extreme people, couponing. Yeah, the, the super couponers where they walk into a store with like $4 and change and they walk out with a buggy full. 
Yes. Someone said, just beware of location access in your user info being sold from a 31-year-old tech veteran. Food purchases may be used for health insurance rates. <gasps> Mike from Chicago. I ain't got to worry about that. I'm getting free baby uh, carrots, rhino, and your fruity pebbles. You may, you may want to turn off your location. But don't turn off good things. We've got a little bit more for you coming up next. diagnosed with stage 3 rectal cancer at age 30. I was a new mom with a new job and a husband out of town when I found out, so I'm very thankful for St. Dominic's. I met with a different specialist every day for a week, and all of a sudden, I had an entire team of medical professionals coming together to save my life. And that's exactly what they did for me and my son. Thanks to St. Dominic's, I can be the mom I always wanted to be. St. Dominic's. Skilled hands. Compassionate hearts. A Complete Flag Source is proud to announce that Mississippi has a new state flag. We are taking orders now for all sizes of the newly designed State of Mississippi flag. Flags are in production, and soon you can be flying one at your home, school, or business. Place your order by emailing at sales at completeflags.com, calling our store at 601-362-9333, or finding us on the web at completeflags.com. Have you paid a visit to our store? A Complete Flag Source is located at 5295 I-55 North, Jackson. Too far to visit? Give us a call at 601-362-9333 with your order or questions. Thank you for shopping local and supporting a Mississippi-owned business. G3 Services is a proud VIP sponsor of The Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Mississippi's handyman Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon. This is JT. If you're like me, you like to deal with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and they're headquartered in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks 1-800-647-8540 or on the web MajesticMetalsINC.com. This is the closing agri market report. At the close in our cotton exchange, July cotton was up 233 to 85.52. October cotton was up 133 to 83.24. At the close, the Chicago Board of Trade May soybeans were up 20 and a half to 1410 per bushel. July soybeans were up 17 and a half to 1402 and a quarter per bushel. May corn was up 14 cents to 5.94 per bushel. July corn was up 13 cents to 5.79 and a half per bushel. At the Mercantile, June live cattle was down 87 to 120.05. August live cattle was down 72 to 120.17. May feeders down 190 to 145.42. August feeders down 145 to 156.70. And at this hour, Dow Jones is up 93 points, 33,771. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is Super Talk Mississippi Agri News Network. 
concerts at Renaissance are back live Saturday, April 24th, starring the Almond Betts Band. Taz Nieder Hour, Cedric Burnside, The Vamps, and more. It's a full day of music presented by Wicked Wheat Brewery for this socially distanced concert. Carefully. Tickets are on sale now at Ardenland.net. Twilight concerts at Renaissance are here. From Nukes Eatery, Renaissance at Colony Park, and First Commercial Bank. Tickets are on sale now. Produced by Ratchet Entertainment Group and Ardenland. Your midday meeting place, the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays 10 to 1, here on Super Talk Mississippi. Rebecca Turner. She's smart and pretty. Good things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi Adventure today. Go on to visitmississippi.org to learn more. And today is Make-A-Wish Wednesday. So when a child is diagnosed with a critical illness, life will never be the same. All that feels normal is disrupted. So Make-A-Wish Mississippi's mission is to give back a piece of their childhood. So during these challenging times, wishes need you more than ever. So tune in each Wish Wednesday to hear inspirational stories of hope from Wish families. Then make life-changing wishes come true by going to ms.wish.org and click the donate button. Special thanks to our Mississippi Sports Medicine, who is our Wish Day partner. And a lot of you have partnered with different apps or maybe credit cards because you like the points. Give me the points. I'm sure there is some theme song to that. Here's the thing, though, that's cool. When one starts it and they see, and I don't know who, who was first. I feel like I feel like maybe it was kind of a Kroger thing that was kind of first at it. Well, I mean, loyalty points have been around or for Loyalty a while. points, but then it kind of have skyrocketed. And then in the world of, you know, supply, demand, and customer, whatever, it's then who can updo who to get your attention. And it's kind of fun to watch them grovel and figure out who can come up with the neatest programs to get your to get your loyalty and usually that means you're getting free things or you're getting special perks and why not if you like somewhere i mean what's the what's the part in that or the bad part in that someone mentioned if you use a walmart gift card for gas you get an instant 10 cents off well hot dog if you're getting gas at walmart I didn't know that. Oh, you have to get gas at Walmart. With yeah. a Walmart gift card. With the Walmart. You know, Sam's, I think, is the one, I feel like, that started the whole, oh, let's have gas tanks on property and do, like, if you are a Sam's Club member, or maybe I may be wrong in the placement, but I feel like, from my experience, Sam's was my first association with getting gas also at a retail outlet or connected to it. And then it felt like Kroger jumped on board with that. And then it felt like, you know... um, 
I think Walmart has it at some some locations or This or is by no means a deep dive into the idea of loyalty programs, but I have found evidence that they date back as far as the late 1700s. Like loyal date because yeah. Because American retailers at the time began giving customers copper tokens with purchases that could later be redeemed for products on future visits. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you should be rewarded. And I think with the gas thing, again, I could be wrong, but here I am. I think they realize they don't make money off the gas. It's the points, though. I mean, they, they don't, they, trust me, they're breaking even. They're not losing money on the gas. But if they can convince you to shop for your bread, butter, and eggs to get the fuel points, then they're winning just by getting you into the store by getting what they wanted to sell you by giving you the perk and the convenience of also filling up your gas tank while oh, you're yeah. at it. It's it's a delicate balancing act with the the margins that are available at grocery stores, but there is a business concept that's used not exclusively, but it seems like the the vast majority of the population deals with, with this business concept the most at grocery stores, and it's the idea of the loss leader, where you're willing to take a small loss on something or break even on something instead of making profit if it gets them in the door. Mm-hmm. And the the biggest, before all the COVID stuff, the biggest example of that is usually Black Friday sales. They're not making a whole lot of anything on those $30 TVs, but you buy that TV, you've saved all that money, you buy a couple Blu-rays or you buy the stand or the wall mount or whatever else. And then, yes. And they've made their profit back on those. Oh, yeah. They're so not going to lose. It's loss leader. Absolutely. Have you ever lost one of those, like, punch loyalty card ticket thingy-majiggies? Hamey mentions Hunt Brothers Pizza. You buy nine and ten is free. It's not an app. It's the old reliable punch card. It teaches responsibility because you have to keep up with it. There are a lot of uh, retail stores, too, like shoes specifically or breeches. If you buy so many, you get a pair for free. But, boy, you have to keep up with that card because. Yeah, if you don't, I mean, but I, and that may be the retailers trick up their sleeve as well. But some will keep. I went to a bar one time that had a whole bunch of taps, and they got gave out keychains that you could get punched if you tried. It had a, a little notch on the keychain all the way around it for everyone on tap. And if you tried them all in one, you, you got your picture on the wall and a T-shirt and something. Hmm, that's what I want. I want my I want my face on the wall of a bar. <laughs> Look here. Here is a representation of a wild night out. You probably wish you could free it, but no, we took your picture. It's right here at the bar. <laughs> no denying it now. <laughs> oh, there's a time in my life. I never I, made it on the wall. I was just going to say, well, I don't know what walls I'm on, but. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I can still find that keychain, though. You probably can. Absolutely. Well, this has been fun, guys. The conversation never ends over at the Good Things Facebook group. We would love to have you there. But I know we want you to stick around here on Super Talk. Plenty more for you coming up next from 3 to 6 with the boys with Sports Talk. But Lord willing, Ron and I will be back here tomorrow at 2. But until then, I hope you all find time for the good things. Good things for you.
Talk Mississippi Media Production.